this young man, he plays one. He will fight till kingdom come. Knick-knack, paddywhack, tell it to the bees. This young man tops Achilles. This young man, he plays two. Tell the general what to do. Knick-knack, paddywhack, give the lad some room. This young man spells Hector's doom. <laughs> this young man... <coughs> Uh, Princess, uh, Diomed hath hither brought letters from Calchas, the renegade Trojan that lodges in our field. You shall hear them. <clears throat> now, Princess, for the service I have done you, the advantage of the time prompts me aloud to call for recompense. Appear it to mind that through the sight I bear in things to come, I have abandoned Troy, left my possession, incurred a traitor's name, exposed myself to doubtful fortunes. <coughs> what means this Trojan with us? Let him make demand. <clears throat> you have a Trojan prisoner called Antenor, yesterday took. Troy holds him very dear. I know he's such a rest in their affairs that their negotiations all must lack wanting his manage. Well, let him be sent, great princes, and he shall buy my daughter Cressid, and her presence shall quite strike off all service I have done in most accepted pain. Calca <clears throat> uh, shall have what he requests of us, uh, good Diamond, furnish you fairly for this interchange. This shall I undertake. Oh, with all, uh, bring word if Hector will tomorrow be answered in his challenge. Ajax is ready. Achilles stands at the entrance of his tent. Please that our general pass strangely by him as if he were forgot. And princes all lay negligent and loose regard upon him. I will come last. Tis like you'll question me. If so, I have derision medicinable. We'll execute your purpose and, and, and put on a, a form of strangeness as we pass along. I will lead the way. What? Comes the general to speak with me? You know my mind. I'll fight no more against Troy. What says Achilles? Would he ought with us? Would you, my lord, ought with the general? No. Nothing, my lord. The better. Good day, Menelaus. How do you? How do you? Does the cook old Menelaus scorn me? How now? Ah, Patroclus. Good morrow, Ajax. Huh? Good morrow. I. And good next day, too. <laughs> what means these fellows? No, they're not Achilles. They pass by strangely. They were used to band, to send their smiles before them to Achilles, to come as humbly as they used to creep to holy altars. What? Am I poor of late? Here's Ulysses. I'll interrupt her reading. How now, Ulysses? Now, great Achilles. What are you reading? 
A strange fellow here writes me that man cannot make boast to have that which he hath, nor feels not what he owes, but by reflection, as when his virtues, shining upon others, heat them, and they retort the heat again to the first giver. This is not strange, Ulysses. The beauty that is born here in the face, the bearer knows not, but commends itself to others' eyes. This is not strange at all. I do not strain at the position, it is familiar, but at the author's drift, who in his circumstance expressly proves that no man is the lord of anything till he communicate his parts to others. I was much rapt in this, and apprehended here immediately the unknown Ajax. Heavens! What a man is there, a very horse, that has he knows not what. Now we shall see tomorrow an act that very chance doth throw upon him, Ajax renowned. Oh, heavens, what some men do, while some men leave to do. What? Are my deeds forgot? Time hath, my lord, a wallet at his back, wherein he puts arms for oblivion, a great-sized monster of ingratitudes. Those scraps are good deeds past, which are devoured as soon as made, forgot as soon as done. Perseverance, dear my lord, keeps honour bright. To have done is to hang quite out of fashion, like a rusty mail in monumental mockery. Take the instant way, for honour travels in a strait so narrow where one but goes abreast. If you give way, like to an entered tide, they all rush by and leave you hindmost. For time is like a fashionable host that slightly shakes his parting guest by the hand and, with his arms outstretched as he would fly, grasps in the comer. The welcome ever smiles, and farewell goes out sighing. Let not virtue seek remuneration for the thing it was, for beauty, wit, high birth, vigour of bone, desert in service, love, friendship, charity, are subjects all to envious and calumniating time. One touch of nature makes the whole world's kin, that all with one consent praise newborn gourds, though they are made and moulded of things past, and give to dust that is a little guilt more lord than guilt or dusted. The present eye praises the present object. Of this my privacy I have strong reasons. But against your privacy the reasons are more potent and heroical. "'Tis known, Achilles, that you are in love "'with one of Priam's daughters, Polyxena. "'Ha! Known! Is that a wonder? "'The providence that's in a watchful state "'knows almost every grain of Pluto's gold. "'All the commerce that you have had with Troy 
as perfectly is ours as yours, my lord. And better would it fit Achilles much to throw down Hector than Polyxena. But it must grieve your friends at home, my lord, when all the Greekish girls shall tripping sing. Great Hector's sister did Achilles win, but our great Ajax bravely beat down him. Farewell, my lord. I, as your lover, speak. Ajax slides o'er the ice that you should break. Did this affect Achilles? Have I moved you? I stand condemned for this. They think my little stomach to the war, and your great love to me restrains you thus. Sweet, rouse yourself, and the weak wanton Cupid shall from your neck unloose his amorous fold, and, like a dewdrop from the lion's mane, be shook to air. Shall Ajax fight with Hector? Aye, and perhaps receive much honour by him. I see my reputation is at stake. My fame is shrewdly gored. Go call Thersites hither, sweet Patroclus. I'll send the fool to Ajax and desire him to invite the Trojan lords after the combat to see us here. I have a woman's longing to see great Hector in his weeds of peace, to talk with him and to behold his visage even to my full view. (laughs) Oh, a labour saved. A wonder. What? Ajax goes up and down the field asking for himself. How so? Why, he stalks up and down like a peacock, astride and a stand, ruminates like a hostess, that has no arithmetic but her brain to set down a reckoning, bites his lip with a politic regard as who should say, there were wit in this head and would out. <laughs> he knows not me. I said... Good morrow, Ajax, and he replies, Thanks, Agamemnon. <laughs> He's grown a very landfish, languageless, a monster. Thou must be my ambassador to him, Thersites. Oh, I? Why, I'll answer nobody. But I'll, I'll put on his presence. Let Patroclus make demands of me. You shall see the pageant of Ajax. The pageant of Ajax. <laughs> to him, Patroclus, tell him I humbly desire the valiant Ajax to invite the most valorous Hector to come unarmed to my tent and to procure self-conduct for his persons of the magnanimous and most illustrious six or seven times honoured Captain General of the Grecian army, Agamemnon, (laughs) etc., etc., do this. Jove bless great Ajax. Um, I come from the worthy Achilles, who most humbly desires you to invite Hector to his tent and to procure safe conduct. From Agamemnon. Agamemnon! What say you to it? If tomorrow be a far day, by eleven of the clock it will go one way or the other. 
However, <laughs> he shall pay for me ere he has me. <laughs> Your answer, sir. Fare you well with all my heart. <laughs> Marvellous. <laughs> Come, thou shalt bear a letter to him straight. Well, let me bear another to his horse, for that's the more capable creature. <laughs> my mind is troubled like a fountain stirred, and I myself see not to the bottom of it. Would the fountain of your mind were clear again that I might water an ass at it. Hey, I would rather be a, a chick in a sheep than such a valiant ignorance. Dear, trouble not yourself, the morning is cold. Sweet, my lord, I'll call mine uncle down, he shall unbolt the gates. Trouble him not, to bed, to bed. Sleep kill those pretty eyes and give a soft attachment to thy senses as infants empty of all thought. Mm. I prithee now, to bed. Are you aweary of me? Oh, Cressida. But that the busy day, waked by the lark, hath roused the ribald crows, and dreaming night will hide our joys no longer, I would not from thee. Night hath been too brief. Beshrew the witch. With venomous white she stays as tediously as hell, but flies the grasps of love with wings more momentary swift than thought. You will catch cold and curse me. Oh, prithee, tarry. You men will never tarry. Oh, foolish Cressid, I might have still held off, and then you would have tarried. Hark, there's one up. What's all the doors open here? It is your uncle. Oh, a pestilence on him. Now he will be mocking. I shall have such a life. <laughs> <laughs> how now, how now? How go maidenheads? Here, you maid, where's my cousin Cressid? Oh, go hang yourself, you naughty, mocking uncle. You bring me to do, and then you flout me too. To do what? To do what? Oh, let us say what, what have I brought you to do? Oh, come, come, beshrew your heart. You'll never be good, nor suffer others. Ah, alas! A poor wretch, a poor Capacilla, has not slept tonight. Would he not, naughty man, let it sleep? Oh, bugbear take him. Did I not tell you? Would he were knocked in the head? Who's that at the door? Uh, good uncle, go and see. My lord... Come you again into my chamber? You smile and mock me as if I meant naughtily. Come, you are deceived. I think of no such thing. How earnestly they knock. Pray you come in. I would not for half Troy have you seen here. 
Who's there? What's the matter? Will you beat down the door? How now? What's the matter? Good morrow, Lord, good morrow. Who's there? Oh, my Lord Aeneas. By my troth, I, I, I knew you not. What news with you? So early? Is not Prince Troilus here? Here? What should he do here? Oh, come, he is here, my lord. Do not deny him. Is he here, say you? Oh, tis more than I know. I'll be sworn for my own part. Oh, oh I came in late. But what should he do here? How now? What's the matter? Oh. My lord, there is at hand your brother Paris, uh, the Grecian Diomed, and our antenna delivered to us. And for him forthwith, you must give up to Diomedes' hand the Lady Cressid. Is it so concluded? By Priam and the general state of Troy are there at hand and ready to effect it. How my achievements mock me. I will go meet them. And, my lord Aeneas, we met by chance. You did not find me here. Oh, good my lord. Uh, the secrets of nature have not more gift in taciturnity. <laughs> Is it possible? No sooner got than lost. The devil take Antenna. The young prince will go mad. A plague upon Antenna. now? What's the matter? Who is here? Don't! Why sound you so profoundly? Where is my lord? Gone? Tell me, sweet uncle, what's the matter? Would I were as deep under the earth as I am above. Oh, the gods, what's the matter? Bring, get thee in. Wouldst thou hadst ne'er been born. I knew thou wouldst be his death. Oh, Poor gentleman, a plague upon antenna! Good uncle, I beseech you, what's the matter? Thou must be gone, wench, thou must be gone. Thou art changed for antenna. Thou must to thy father and be gone from Troilus. Oh, be his death, be his bane, he cannot bear it. Oh, you immortal gods! I will not go. Thou must. I will not, uncle. I have forgot my father. No kin, no love, no blood, no soul so near me as the sweet Troilus. Oh, you gods divine, make Cressid's name the very crown of falsehood if I ever leave Troilus. I I will go in and weep. Do. Do tear my bright hair and scratch my praised cheeks, crack my clear voice with sobs and break my heart with sounding Troilus. I will not go from Troy. Be moderate. Oh, be moderate. Here, here, here. He, he comes. The sweet ducks. <laughs> oh, Troilus. Troilus. Oh, what a pair of spectacles is here! Oh, let me embrace too! Oh, how now, 
expressed, <laughs> I love thee in so strained a purity that the blessed gods, as angry with my fancy, more bright in zeal than the devotion which cold lips blow to their deities, take thee from me. Have the gods envy? Thy, I, I, I. Tis too plain a case. And is it true that I must go from Troy? A hateful truth. What? And from Troilus too? From Troy and Troilus. Is it possible? And suddenly, where injury of chance puts back leave-taking, jostles roughly by all time a pause, rudely beguiles our lips of all rejoinder, forcibly prevents our locked embraces, strangles our dear vows, even in the birth of our own labouring breath. Where are my tears? Rain to lay this wind, or my heart will be blown up by the root. The <laughs> I must, then, to the Grecians? No remedy. A woeful Cressid amongst the merry Greeks. When shall we see again? Hear me, love, be thou but true of heart. I true? How now, what wicked deem is this? I speak not be thou true as fearing thee, but I will throw my glove to death himself, that there's no maculation in thy heart. But... Be thou true, say I, and I will see thee. Oh, you shall be exposed, my lord, to dangers as infinite as imminent. But I'll be true. And I'll grow friend with danger. Wear this sleeve. And you, this glove. When shall I see you? I will corrupt the Grecian sentinels to give thee nightly visitation. But yet, be true. Oh, be true again. Hear why I speak it, love. The Grecian youths are full of quality. They're loving, well composed with gifts of nature. I cannot sing, nor heal the high levolt, nor sweeten talk, nor play at subtle games. Fair virtues all, for which the Grecians are most prompt and pregnant. But be not tempted. Do you think I will? No. Nay, good brother. Come, kiss, and let us part. My lord, will you be true? Who, I? Alas, it is my vice, my fault. Welcome, Sir Diomed. Here is the lady for which Antenor we deliver you. At the port, lord, I'll give her to thy hand, and... By the way, possess thee what she is. Entreat her fair. Fair lady Cressid, so please you, to Diomed you shall be mistress, and command him utterly. Grecian, thou dost not use me courteously. I charge thee use her well, even for my charge, for by the dreadful Pluto, if thou dost not, though the great bulk Achilles be thy guard, I'll cut thy throat. Oh, be not moved, Prince Troilus. When I am hence, I'll answer to my lust. And know you, Lord, I'll nothing do on charge. To her own worth, 
she shall be prized. Come to the port. I'll tell thee, Diomed, this brave shall oft make thee to hide thy head. Lady, give me your hand, and as we walk to our own selves, bend we our needful talk. How have we spent the morning? Tis Troilus' fault. I know what tis to love, and would, as I must pity, I could help. But tell me, noble Diomed, faith, tell me true, who, in your thoughts, deserves fair Helen best, myself or Menelaus? Both alike. He merits well to have her that doth seek her, not masking any scruple of her soilure with such a hell of pain and world of charge, and you as well to keep her that defends her, no palating the taste of her dishonour with such a costly loss of wealth and friends. Menelaus, a puling cuckold, would drink up the lees and dregs of a flat, tamed piece. You, like a lecher, out of whorish loins, is pleased to breed out your inheritance. You are too bitter to your countrywoman. She's bitter to her country. Hear me, Paris, for every false drop of blood in her body veins a Grecian's life hath sunk. For every scruple of her contaminated carrion flesh, a Trojan hath been slain. Since she could speak, she hath not given so many good words breath, as for her Greeks and Trojans suffered death. Fair sir, you do as chapmen do. Dispraise the thing that you desire to buy. Here lies our way. We too, that with so many thousand sighs did buy each other, must poorly sell ourselves with the rude brevity and discharge of one. Injurious time, now with a robber's haste, crams his rich thievery up, he knows not how. As many farewells as be stars in heaven with distinct breath and consigned kisses to them, he fumbles up into a loose adieu and scants us with a single famished kiss, distasted with the salt of broken tears. Here art thou in appointment fresh and fair, anticipating time. With starting courage, give with thy trumpet a loud note to Troy, thou dreadful Ajax, that the appalled air may pierce the head of the great combatant and hail him hither. Shall do all right. 
Jack's is our Savior. He shall overcome. Look upon his noble breast and see his mighty bum. Dum, dum, dum. Hail to thee, brave Jack's. All our hope is thee. Thou alone shalt Not that diamond with Calca's daughter. Tis he. That spirit of his in aspiration lifts him from the earth. Is this the Lady Cressid? Even she. Most uh, dearly welcome to the Greeks, sweet lady. Our general does salute you with a kiss. Yet is the kindness but particular. T'were better she were kissed in general. And very courtly counsel. <laughs> so much for Nestor. <laughs> I'll take that winter from your lips, fair lady. Achilles bids you welcome. Menelaus had good arguments for kissing once, but that's no argument for kissing now, for thus popped Paris in his hardiment and parted you and your argument. That first was Menelaus's kiss. Now mine. Patroclus kisses you, lady. May I, sweet lady, beg a kiss of you? You may... I do desire it. Why? Beg, then. Why, then, for Venus' sake, give me a kiss when Helen is a maid again and Menelaus is. I am your debtor. Claim it when tis due. Never's my day. And then a kiss of you. Lady, a word. I'll bring you to your father. A woman of quick sense. Fie, fie upon her. There's language in her eye, her cheek, her lip. Nay, her foot speaks. Her wanton spirits look out at every joint and motive of her body. Oh, these encounterers, so glib of tongue, that give a coasting welcome ere it comes, and wide unclasp the tables of their thought for sluttish spoils of opportunity and daughters of the game. The Trojan's trumpet! The Trojan's trumpet! <laughs> Hail, all new state of Greece! <laughs> what shall be done to him that victory commands? Which way will Hector have it? He cares not. He'll obey conditions. Tis done like Hector. But securely done. A little proudly. And great deal misprising the knight opposed. If not Achilles, sir, what is your name? If not Achilles, nothing. Uh, this Ajax is half made of Trojan blood. His mother is Hesione, great Priam's sister. In love whereof half Hector stays at home. 
half heart, half hand, half Hector comes to seek this blended knight, half Trojan and half Greek. A maiden battle then. Hector! Ha! They are in action. Why then? I will no more. Thou art, Lord Ajax, thy father's sister's son. The just gods gainsay that any drop of blood he borrowed from his mother, my sacred aunt, should by my mortal sword be drained. Come, all honour to thee. Oh, I thank thee, Hector. Thou art too gentle and too free a man. I came to kill thee, cousin, but... I will eat with you and see your knights. Worthy all arms, as welcome as to one who would be rid of such an enemy. (laughs) But that's no welcome. Understand more clear. What's past and what's to come is strewed with husks and formless ruin of oblivion. But in this extant moment... Faith and truth bids thee, great Hector, welcome. I thank thee, most imperious Agamemnon. I have, thou gallant Trojan, seen thee oft, labouring for destiny, make cruel way through ranks of Greekish youth, and I have seen thee. When thou hast hung thy advanced sword in the air, not letting it decline on the declined that I have said to some my standers by, lo, Jupiter is yonder, dealing life. <laughs> I, I knew thy grandsire, and once fought with him. <laughs> yes, he was a soldier good, but. By great Mars, the captain of us all, never liked thee. Oh, let an old man embrace thee, and, worthy warrior, welcome to our tents. Tis the old Nestor. Let me embrace thee, good old chronicle, that hast so long walked hand in hand with time. Ah, by this white beard! Uh, I'd fight with thee tomorrow. Welcome, welcome. I have seen the time when I... I wonder now how yonder city stands when we have here her base and pillar by us. I know your favour, Lady Ulysses. Ah, there's many a Greek and Trojan dead since first I saw yourself and Diomed in Ilium on your Greekish embassy. Sir, I foretold you then what would ensue. My prophecy is but half his journey yet. For yonder walls that pertly front your town, yon towers whose wanton tops do bust the clouds, must kiss their own feet. I must not believe you. There they stand yet, and modestly I think the fall of every Trojan stone will cost a drop of Grecian blood. The end crowns all, and that old common arbitrator, time, will one day end it. So to him we leave it. Now, Hector, I have fed mine eyes on thee. I have with exact view perused thee, Hector, 
and quoted joint by joint. Is this Achilles? I am Achilles. Stand fair, I pray thee, let me look on thee. Behold thy fell. Nay, I have done already. Tell me, you heavens, in which part of his body shall I destroy him? Whether there, or there, or there, that I may give the local wound a name, and make distinct the very breach whereout Hector's great spirit flew? Answer me, heavens! It would discredit the blessed gods, proud man, to answer such a question. Henceforth guard thee well, for I'll not kill thee there, nor there, nor there, but by the forge that stithied Mars's helm, I'll kill thee everywhere. Do not fret thee, cousin. Adieu, Achilles. Let these threats alone till accident or purpose bring you to it. You might have every day enough of Hector if you have stomach. <laughs> I pray you, let us see ourselves in the field. We have had pelting war since you refused the Grecians' cause. Dost thou entreat me, Hector? Tomorrow do I meet thee, fell as death. Then tonight, all friends, <laughs> thy hand upon that match. First, you peers of Greece and Troy, go to my tent. There in the fall, convive we. <laughs> Beat loud the tambourines, let the trumpets blow. That this great soldier may his welcome know. I'll heat his blood with Greekish wine tonight. Which, with my scimitar, I'll cool tomorrow. How now, thou cur of envy? Thou crusty batch of nature, what's the news? Why, thou picture of what thou seemest, and idol of idiot worshippers, here's a letter for thee. From whence, fragments? Why, thou full dish of fool, from Troy! Who keeps the tent now? Pretty be silent, boy. <laughs> I profit not by thy talk, thou, thou uh, idle, immaterial skein of sleeve silk. <laughs> thou green sarsenet flap for a sore eye. <laughs> thou tassel of a prodigal's purse. Out, gall. Finch egg. My sweet Patroclus. I'm thoughted quite from my great purpose in tomorrow's battle. Here's a letter from Queen Hecuba, a token from her daughter, my fair love, both taxing me and gauging me to keep an oath that I have sworn I will not break it. Fall, Greeks, fail fame, honour or go astray. My major vow lies here and this I'll obey. I cannot fight tomorrow. Away, Thersites, help trim my tent. 
This night, in banqueting must all be spent! Be patient, sweet Achilles. Hold there, Patroclus! With so much blood and too little brain, these two may run mad. <laughs> hey, dear, sprites and fires. Here's Agamemnon with his quail, his latest whore. Old Nestor, Menelaus, even, and Ajax. Each of them are Tuckin's rouse. Now, Hector is sober still and looks to be in some discomfort. is where we may see the light. I trouble you. No, not a whit, my famous cousin. Welcome, brave Hector. Welcome, princes all. So now, fair prince of Troy, I bid you good night. Ajax commands the guard to tend on you. Thanks, and good night to the Greekish general. Good night, and welcome both at once. To those that go or tarry, old Nestor tarries, and you too, Menelaus. Keep Hector company an hour or two. He is such serving of vex and jutting out of bums. <laughs> he is Agamemnon, an honest feller enough. And one that loves quails, but he has not so much brain as earwax. There's a long, long trail a winding to the light of my dream. Hearken to the voice there of his brother Menelaus the Bull, <laughs> the primitive statue and oblique memorial of. Cuckolds. Moo. 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 To be a dog. A mule. A cat. A fitchew. A toad. A lizard. An owl. A puttock. A heading without a row. (laughs) I wouldn't care. But to be Menelaus, oh, I would conspire against destiny. Oh, soft, here comes Ulysses and that young Trojan fool, Troilus, in sad talk together. My lady Ulysses, tell me, I beseech you, in what part of the field does Calchas keep? At Menelaus' tent, most princely Troilus. There Diomed doth feast tonight, who neither looks upon the heavens or earth, 
but gives all gaze and bent of amorous view on the fair Cressida. Shall I, sweet madam, be bound to you to bring me thither? You shall command me, sir. Of what honour was this Cressida in Troy? Hath she no lover there that wails her absence? She was beloved. She loved. She is and doth. But still, sweet love is food for fortune's tooth. Come with me up here, my lord. What? Are you up here? Oh, Calchas, I think. Where's your daughter? That same diamond's a false-hearted rogue. A most unjust knave. I will no more trust him when he leers than a serpent when he hisses. <laughs> the sun burrows of the moon when diamond keeps the dwarfed eye. <laughs> They say he keeps a Trojan drab and uses the traitor Calchas's tent. Nothing but lechery, all incontinent varlets. How now, my charge? Now, my sweet guardian, hark a word with you. She will sing any man at first sight. Will you remember? Remember? Yes. Nay, but do then, and let your mind be coupled with your words. Sweet honey Greek, tempt me no more to folly. Rogery. Nay, then. I'll, I'll tell you what. Foe, foe. Come, tell me a pin. What would you have me do? A juggling trick to be secretly open. What did you swear you would bestow upon me? I prithee, do not hold me to mine oath. Bid me do anything than that, sweet Greek. Good night. Diomed! No, no, good night. I'll be your fool no more. Nay, but you part in anger. Guardian! Why, Greek, come hither once again. Oh, she strokes his cheek. <laughs> How the devil luxury! with his fat rump and potato finger, tickles these two together. <laughs> fry, lechery, fry! But will you then? In faith I will, La. Never trust me else. Give me some token for the surety of it. I'll fetch you one. Now the pledge, the pledge, now, now, now. You look upon that sleeve, behold it well. He loved me. Oh, false wench, give it me again. Whose was it? It is no matter, now I have it again. I, I prithee, Diomed, visit me no more. I shall have it. What, this? I, that. Oh, all you gods. Oh, pretty, pretty pledge. Thy master now lies thinking on his bed of thee and me, and sighs and takes my glove and gives memorial dainty kisses to it as I kiss thee. 
Nay, do not snatch it from me. He that takes that doth take my heart with all, and you shall not have it, Diomed. Faith, you shall not. I'll give you something else. I will have this. Whose was it? It is no matter. Come, tell me whose it was. Twas ones that love me better than you will. But now you have it, take it. Tomorrow I will wear it on my helm, and grieve his spirit that dares not challenge it. Wert thou the devil and wore it on thy horn? It should be challenged by that same young Trojan fool. Well, well. Tis done, tis past. And yet it is not. I will not keep my word. Why then, farewell. Thou shalt not mock Diomed again. You shall not go. One cannot speak a word, but it straight starts you. I do not like this fooling. What? Shall I come? I come. Oh, Jove, do come, I shall be plagued. Troilus, farewell. One eye yet looks on thee, but with my heart the other eye doth see. Ah, our poor sex, this fault in us I find, the error of our eye directs our mind. What error leads must err. Oh, then conclude, mine swayed by eyes are full of turpitude. <clears throat> A proof of strength she could not publish more, unless she said, my mind is now turned All's done, my lord. It is. Why stay we then? To make a recordation to my soul of every syllable that here was spoke. Was Cressid here? Most sure she was. This she? No. This is Diomed's Cressida, if beauty have a soul. This is not she. If souls guide vows, if vows be sanctimonies, if sanctimony be the gods' delight, if there be rule in unity itself, this was not she. This is and is not Cressid. Instance. Oh, Instance, strong as Pluto's gates, Cressid is mine, tied with the bonds of heaven. Instance, oh, instance, strong as heaven itself, the bonds of heaven are slipped, dissolved and loosed, and with another bond, five-fingered tied, the fractions of her faith, oughts of her love, the fragments, scraps, the Bits and greasy relics of her o'er-eaten faith are given to Diomed. 
never did young man fancy with so eternal and so fixed a soul. Hark, Greek! Much as I do cressid love, so much by weight hate I her diamed. That sleeve is mine that he'll wear on his helm. Were it a cask composed by Vulcan's skill, my sword should bite it. I'll bring you to the gates. Except distracted thanks. The expense of spirit in a waste of shame is lost in action. And till action, lust is perjured, murderous, bloody full of blame, savage, extreme, rude, cruel, not to trust, enjoyed no sooner, but despised straight. Past reason hunted, and no sooner had past reason hated, as a swallow bait on purpose laid to make the taker mad, mad in pursuit and in possession so, had having and in quest to have extreme. A bliss in proof, but proved <laughs> a very woe. Before a joy proposed behind a dream. All this the world well knows, but none knows well to shun the heaven that leads men to this hell. Ah, would I could meet that rogue Diomed. I would croak like a raven, I would board, I would board. Patroclus, I, Patroclus, will give me anything for intelligence of this whore. <laughs> yeah, the parrot will not do more for an almond than he for a commodious drab. Lechery, lechery, still wars and lechery. When was my lord so much ungently distempered to stop his ears against admonishment? Unarm, unarm, and do not fight today. You train me to offend you, Andromache. Get you in. By all the everlasting gods, I'll go. Where is my brother, Hector? Here, sister, armed and bloody in intent. Oh, consort with me in loud and dear petition. Pursue we him on knees, for I have dreamed of bloody turbulence, and this whole night hath nothing been but shapes and forms of slaughter. Oh, tis true. Be gone, I say. The gods have heard me swear. The gods are deaf to hot and peevish vows. Mine honour keeps the weather of my fate. Life every man holds dear. 
But the dear man holds honour far more precious dear than life. Cassandra, call my father Priam to persuade. How now, young man? Meanst thou to fight today? No faith, young Troilus, doff thy harness, youth. Let grow thy sinews till their knots be strong. Unarm thee. Go, and doubt not, brave boy. I'll stand today for thee and me and Troy. Brother, you have a vice of mercy in you that better fits a lion than a man. What vice is that? Good Troilus, chide me for it. When many times the captive Grecian falls, even in the fan and wind of your fair sword, you bid them rise and live. <laughs> oh, tis fair play. Fools play, Hector. How now, how now? For the love of all the gods, let's leave the hermit pity with our mother. Fie, savage, fie. Hector, this is war! Troilus, I would not have you fight today. Who shall withhold me? Not fate, obedience, nor the hand of Mars beckoning with fiery truncheon my retire. Nor you, my brother, with your true sword drawn, opposed to hinder me, should stop my way, but by my ruin. Come, Hector, come, go back. Thy wife hath dreamt, thy mother hath had visions. Cassandra doth foresee, and I myself am like a prophet suddenly enwrapped to tell thee that this day is ominous. Therefore, come back. I must not break my faith. Andromache, I am offended with you. Upon the love you bear me, get you in. Away! Farewell. Yet soft, Hector, I take my leave. Thou dost thyself and all our Troy deceive. You are amazed, my liege, at her exclaim. Go in and cheer the town. We'll forth and fight. Do deeds worth praise and tell you them at night. They are at it. Hark! Proud Diomed, believe I come to lose my arm or win my sleeve. Now are they clapping one another. That dissembling abominable violet Diomed has got that same scurvy, doting, foolish young Trojan knave Troilus's sleeve. In his helm. Eh, I would fain see them meet, and that that same young Trojan ass that loves the whore Cressida there might send that Greekish whoremasterly villain with the slave back to the dissembling, luxurious drab of a sleeveless errand. Now, on the other side, we have the policy of those crafty swearing rascals that uh, stale old mouse and dry cheese nester 
and that same bitch wolf, Ulysses, not proved worth a blackberry. They set me up in policy that mongrel cur ajakes against that dog of as bad a kind, Achilles. And now is the cur ajakes prouder than the cur Achilles and will not harm today. Whereupon... Oh, I, I see the business. Ulysses hath killed Patroclus. Will wish to make Achilles believe that Hector is his murderer when he, when he supped with them in their tent last night. The... The Greeks begin to proclaim barbarism and policy grows to an ill opinion. Oh, oh dear, oh dear, oh, what's, what's become of the wenching rogues? I think they've swallowed one another. I would laugh at that. Miracle, yet in a sort, lechery eats itself. Ah, I'll seek them. Ah, there they are! Oh, thou traitor Diomed, pay me thy life, thou owest me for my horse! Thy horse, Trojan? correct thee, Troilus. Hold thy whore, Grecian! Now for thy whore, Trojan! <laughs> the same young Trojan ass hath been disarmed by Diamond, who has taken his horse. Now, now is he whipped by Diamond as the little love god Cupid is swinged by Mars, the, the god of war. Uh, Diamond will tickle the boy for his concubine. Oh, oh, soft Diamond approaches. Go, go, Thersites, take thy Troilus horse. Present the fair steed to my lady Cressid. Tell her I have chastised the amorous Trojan, and am her knight by proof. I go, my lord. Go! Forbid the snail-paced Ajax arm for shame! There is a thousand hectares in the field. Now here he fights on Galatea, his horse. And there the soy creeks ripe for his edge fall down before him like a mower's spot. O courage, Agamemnon. Great Achilles is arming, weeping, cursing, vowing vengeance. Patroclus' wounds have roused his drowsy blood together with his mangled myrmidons that noseless, handless, hacked and chipped Come to him, crying Where on Hector. Where is this Hector? Come! Come, thy, thou boy-queller! Show thy face! Know what it is to make Achilles angry! Come here about me, my myrmidons! Mark what I say. Attend me where I stand. Strike not a stroke, but keep yourselves in breath. 
And when I have the bloody Hector found, attack him with your weapons round about. It is decreed. Hector the Great must die. Menelaus the cuckold and Paris the cuckold maker are at it. Now, bull. Now, dog. Loo, Paris, loo. Now, me double-hard Spartan. Loo, Paris, loo. Ah, the bull has the game. Wear horns. Loo. Moo. 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 What art thou, Greek? Art thou for Hector's match? <coughs> art thou of blood and honour? Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, I'm a rascal. A scurvy, really, neighbour. A very, a very filthy rogue. Uh, I do believe thee. Live. God have mercy that thou will believe me. But a plague break thy neck for frightening me. Turn, slave, and fight. Oh, what art thou? A bastard son of Priam's. Oh, I'm a bastard too. I love bastards. I'm bastard begot, bastard instructed, bastard in mind, bastard in valour, in everything illegitimate. <laughs> uh, one bear will not bite another, and wherefore should one bastard? Hey, if the son of a whore fight for a whore, he tempt judgment. <laughs> <laughs> the devil take thee. Uh, farewell, bastard. Now is my day's work done. I'll take my breath. Rest, sword. Thou hast thy fill of blood and death. Look, Hector. How the sun begins to set. How ugly night comes breathing at his heels. Even with the veil and darkening of the sun to close the day up, Hector's life is done. I am unarmed. Forgo this vantage, Greek. Strike, fellow. Strike. This is the man I seek. The dragon-winger Naito spreads the earth, and stickler-like, the army separates. My half-supped sword, that frankly would have fed pleased with this dainty bait, thus goes to bed. On, Myrmidons, and cry you all amain, Achilles hath the mighty Hector slain. Come, tie his body to my horse's tail. Along the field, I will the Trojan trail. Hark, hark, what shout is that? The brute is Hector slain and by Achilles. If it be so, then Bragless let it be. Great Hector was a man as good as he. March patiently along. Let one be sent to pray Achilles see us at our tent. If in his death the gods have us befriended, great Troy is ours, 
And our shop wars are ended! <laughs> oh, yeah. Hector of Slain. He's dead. Under the murderous horse's tail in beastly sort dragged through the shameful field. Frown on, you heavens, affect your rage with speed. Sit gods upon your thrones and smite at Troy. I say, at once let your brief plagues be mercy and linger not our sure destruction on. Hector's God. Who shall tell Priam so? Or Hecuba? You vile, abominable tents thus proudly pitched upon our Trojan plains. Let Titan rise as early as he dare. I'll through and through you. And thou, great-sized no space on earth shall sunder our two hates. I'll haunt thee like a wicked conscience still that mouldeth goblins swift as frenzy's thoughts. Strike a free march to Troy. With comfort go. Hope of revenge shall hide our inward woe. <laughs> Do, do you hear, my lord? Do you hear? What now? Here's a letter come from yon poor girl. <laughs> a horse of a rascally tissic so troubles me. I'm the foolish fortune of this girl. What one thing, what another, I shall leave you one of these days. What says she there? Words, words, mere words, no matter from the heart. Go, wind to wind, their turn and change together. My love with words and errors still she feeds, but edifies another with her deeds. Hence, broker lackey! Ignomy and shame pursue thy life, and live I with thy name. A goodly medicine for my aching bones! <laughs> oh, world! 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 Thus is the poor agent despised. Why should our endeavour be so loved and the performance so loathed? Hmm. What verse for it? What instance for it? Let me see. Full merrily the humble bee doth sing. Till he hath lost his honey and his sting. And being once subdued in armoured tail, 
Sweet honey and sweet notes together. Fail. Like as the waves make towards the pebbled shore, so do our minutes hasten to their end. Each changing place with that which goes before, in sequent toil all forwards do contend. Nativity, once in the main of light, crawls to maturity, where with being crowned crooked eclipses gainst his glory fight, and time that gave doth now his gift confound. Time doth transfix the flourish set on youth, and delves the parallels in beauty's brow, feeds on the rarities of nature's truth, and nothing stands but for his scythe to mow. And yet to time, in hope my verse shall stand, praising thy worth, despite his cruel hand. When it is old, it grows. 